0: Welcome to I See You, a podcast where we advocate that compassion and connection save lives. They also make life pretty cool. I'm your host, Julie Lee. I see you. Let's be friends. Hey, welcome to I See You, episode seven. I failed the self-compassion test. I'm going to start with the review. This is from Movie Gazer. They said, Just finished episode one. I'm not much of a podcast person, but I really enjoyed this episode. It helped to remind me that A, I'm not alone, and B, everyone struggles. Very well done, episode. Looking forward to more. Right back at you, MovieGazer. You're awesome. I love you. And it makes me really happy that you like it, even though you're not a podcast person. So that's kind of a huge compliment to me. Thank you. Before I start into the topic for today, I have to tell you I'm so excited because right after this, there is a bonus episode that still talks about compassion and connection, but from a different fun angle. Anyways, I hope you like it. You'll have to send me messages and let me know what you think of the new bonus episodes I'm throwing in there. Next week, we have the most incredible person coming, Lita Green. If you don't know who Lita Green is, you need to look her up. Lita Green just came out with her second book This one is called Love Me Too, Finding a Happy and Fulfilling Life After Sexual Abuse. I'm so excited she's gonna come and talk to us about her life after sexual abuse and how compassion and connection have helped her life and helped her become the person she is. My first impression of Lita was I was sitting in an audience at a conference she was emceeing at and she was chucking dum-dum suckers at everybody and she almost hit my friend's baby. She totally apologized too. She's really entertaining, and I can't wait to have her come and discuss this really sensitive but important issue. Thank you to everybody that is sharing the podcast everywhere with people they love. I'm so excited. It's so fun to have our group get bigger and bigger, this community we're starting. Now, to talk about the topic for today. So, I wanted to tell you how I decided this topic. I had a really hard time figuring out what I wanted this week's episode to be about, I've had all these amazing guests come on and I have more scheduled in the near future, but I knew that I wanted this week to be on my own and I I just wasn't sure what about. I started and stopped multiple outlines and I even recorded an entire podcast last night that I almost was finished editing. And then I realized that was just not the message that I was supposed to share today. So as I really thought hard about what I felt like I should share, I kept coming back to a conversation that I had with my therapist recently. I was in a session with her and I had just finished word vomiting all over her office about all the stress I was feeling and how I was having a hard time balancing my life. And she responded with, well, looks like you have your next podcast. I was shocked. Come on, tell me how to fix my life, lady. But it actually made me think about how important it is that I always stay real and authentic on here My episodes center around compassion and connection and how they save lives. Today, I'm going to focus specifically on one aspect of one of those words, compassion, and more specifically, self-compassion. I'm going to be very honest in this episode, which I always try to do. This is an area that I am naturally weak in and striving to get stronger in, but I have improved. I have caught myself lacking in this area of self-compassion, especially since starting this podcast which is interesting. I'll explain more about that later. Let me take you back a couple years when I was between therapists and was trying to find a good one. I met with one and in that first session, I remember she asked me if I felt like I had a high amount of self-compassion for myself. I said, I think so. I'd never really thought about it before. At the end of the session, she told me that my homework was to take the self-compassion test. Have you guys ever heard of this? So you can go online to selfcompassion.org, scroll down, and there's a purple box that says test your level of self-compassion. If you click on it, it will bring you to a screen that has 26 questions. You can answer them honestly, and then it will explain your score at the end of the test. I went home and did the test and brought back my results the next session to this therapist. She was quiet for a minute as she looked over the paper, and then she looked at me and said, This is the lowest score I've ever seen on this test. I was honestly surprised. I didn't remember thinking my answers were all that crazy. I almost didn't believe her. I kind of tried to brush it off, but she came back to it and reiterated that this was the lowest score she had ever seen on the self-compassion test. And perhaps I should start doing some self-compassion exercises in my daily life. While I didn't end up staying with this therapist long-term because it didn't end up being the best fit for me, she did give me a jumping point of things to work on to improve my life. I'm gonna share a couple of those with you now. So some easy tools to help get you started with self-compassion. That website, selfcompassion.org, was started by Dr. Kristin Neff. She is kind of the guru on self-compassion as far as I have seen. She has an awesome TED talk if you're interested. It's called The Space Between Self-Esteem and Self-Compassion. I remember the first time I listened to it, it made a huge impact on me. You can also go on to Kristin Neff's website, self-compassion.org and click on the tab practices and it will give you some really awesome simple ways to start weaving more self-compassion into your life. I'm going to focus on today and the rut I'm finding myself in and how I'm going to try and be better to use self-compassion. So here are a few examples just from today. I woke up this morning and I felt pretty good, but you know, who likes to get out of a warm bed? So I lay there for a while. I tried to figure out if I needed more sleep or if I was just tired. I laid there longer than I needed to this morning and I started having thoughts like, I'm so lazy, I should just get out of bed, I always do this, I'm wasting precious time, I claim to be busy, but I'm not using the time I have. So whoa. If I had a friend tell me that they felt bad for lying in bed 20 extra minutes, I would tell them that's silly and they shouldn't give it another thought. So one of the things I want to try and do tomorrow in the morning is talk to myself how I would talk to a friend. If I have those thoughts coming in, I'm going to combat them with what I would say to my friend. Something like, it's okay, you can get up if you want, but if you really need some extra rest this morning, that's fine too. And done. Period. No more overthinking. So then I wanted to get my workout in quick before my kids were up and that didn't happen. So then I started beating myself up about that. I like to check things off like a to-do list, can you tell? If I'm not careful, I put so much of my worth into what I get done in a day. Don't worry, I'm working on it in therapy, it's cool, I'll figure it out, I'll let you know when I figure it all out, but I'm guessing it's going to be a lifelong battle for me. But I am getting better, I'm getting better at it. After beating myself up about that I wasn't able to get my workout in, I had a friend invite me to go on a walk and I started having this inner turmoil inside because I was tired last night and I didn't do the dishes last night. So now I have this big pile of dishes. So then I started feeling bad that last night I was tired and I should have gotten those dishes done. I was already feeling bad about myself and it's like 7.30 a.m. in the morning. But I made a good decision that I'm proud of. I went on the walk and of course the whole time I was walking, I was saying how happy I was to be in nature and how I need to do it more often. The hard part is just extending myself that self-compassion, leaving things undone and just getting out the door to do something for me. That's the hardest part. Once I'm there, it feels so good. I came home after that feeling pretty refreshed and instead of letting the dishes stress me out, whether I should do them, whether I should do other stuff, I just told myself I wanted to do them and I tried to think of something that would make me like doing the dishes more and I thought of putting on music. That to me is exercising self-compassion, putting on that music. I don't love doing the dishes. Can you tell? It's kind of an emotional thing for me as my husband can tell you, we talk about dishes a lot. I don't love doing the dishes, but I like myself So I'm gonna find a way to make it more enjoyable because I love me. I got some dishes done and laundry folded, and now, of course, I'm feeling on top of the world. But I still haven't exercised today, and I'm trying to decide what to do with those feelings. The truth is, I have a really hard time enjoying life when I have certain things hanging over my head. In particular, usually exercising and reading my scriptures daily. What's unfortunate about having those things hang over my head is that both of those things really benefit me and bring my quality of life way up. That's why I do them every day. But because I'm so mean to myself until they get done, they start stressing me out instead of me looking forward to them. I've made a commitment that I am going to exercise tonight, but it's not because I have to. It's because I like the endorphins it gives me but I acknowledge that it might be a control issue for me and I am going to try and figure that out in the future. Also, I'm going to read my scriptures because I'm genuinely happier when I feel closer to God. The last example I wanna share for my day, and this one happens all the time lately. I really struggle with it. So earlier today, I checked on my podcast and how many subscribers and reviews I had. And the thought I had was, I posted a silly picture of my kid on Facebook and it got like 70 likes but my podcast post only got three. What am I doing? People probably think I don't even know what I'm doing. When I started this podcast, however, I told myself that if it only helped one person, that would be enough. But it's so easy for me to look at the numbers and get in my head about it. I can start thinking things like, why do I think I can do a podcast? Is it even good? Should my numbers be higher than they are? It's a crazy train of self-doubt And I've got to stop it because it gets in the way of me enjoying the podcast, which I genuinely love doing. And I find it so fulfilling. It kind of reminds me of when I ran my first half marathon. When I ran my first half marathon, I felt like I was so cool going into that marathon. I was a super slow runner, but I was going to finish that thing. I was going to have to pee on my way if I had to. I was not even going to stop to use the bathroom. Well, by the time I ran it and I finished the marathon, I had surrounded myself with all of these people who have run like 90 marathons, right? Half marathon is like a break for them. My standard of what a serious runner is went way up. And all of a sudden, even though I just run this half marathon, which was a huge goal for me, all of a sudden I was like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner until I run a marathon. That's what happens to me with this podcast. I get super excited about having it get out there a little bit, But then it's like that's never enough. It's always got to be more, more, more. When in reality, when I started this, I just wanted it to affect at least one person and it has, it has. So I'm successful and this is all just good, good stuff. I have to remember that and extend myself that self-compassion instead of always wanting more, more, more. So I am rededicating myself to self-compassion, to talking to myself how I would talk to a friend. If a friend told me they started a podcast and it's been helping other people, I'd be all over that. I'd be saying things like, that's amazing. I'm going to start telling myself that I'm amazing. Those are just a few examples from my life today. Now, I want to talk about some of the reasons why I think self-compassion doesn't always come very naturally to me and a lot of people I observe. I think sometimes we think it's noble to not take care of ourselves. We hear all the time how it's good to serve other people, which is true. And so we can take it to the extreme of putting our needs last. And then when I do that, I end up feeling burned out and mad at myself. So the question is, is it noble to not take care of yourself, to not extend self-compassion? No, I wish I could scream that to the high heavens. No, it's not noble and it's not helpful to anyone, especially you and your family. When I don't have compassion for myself, I feel bad about myself, which then makes me more cranky with my kids and project my feelings onto them. So then I start feeling like I don't like being a mom and my kids can feel that. So then they are more likely to act out in behaviors that I don't like, which makes everything worse. And it's just a cycle around and around we go, right? In my marriage relationship, if I'm being mean to myself on the inside, I'll sometimes find ways to blame my husband for how I feel. Say I'm guilt tripping myself for not getting those dang dishes done. Then I often will tell Rob that he needs to help around the house more. And then I make it about him and his problem. When really the feelings I'm feeling are started because I feel bad that I haven't gotten the dishes done. And I'm projecting my feelings on him. What I've learned is that if I really love the people around me, then the best thing I can do for them is to have self-compassion for myself. And here's why. When I take care of myself first... When I meet my own needs, like exercising, eating right, meditating, reading my scriptures, praying, and having alone time, and telling myself how awesome I am all along the way, I'm a rock star mom and wife, and then everybody's happier, and I'm super proud of what a cool person I am. So this idea that I just need to give and give and give because that's the right thing to do is a total lie. Are there times when I have to put my kids or my spouse's needs above my own? Yes, every day of my life but I tell myself that I am going to take care of my needs as soon as I can, because I am worth it. And I wanna be an even better mom and wife. So that means I'm going to choose self-compassion instead of going until I'm fatigued and hate the world. I wanna tell you about an experience I had at a girls camp. In the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which I'm a part of, every summer leaders and girls will go up to a girls camp and bond and talk about God. And it's just awesome. I love my memories of girls camp growing up. To go up and do a fireside for a girls camp was kind of a dream come true for me. I was like, I've made it, this is success. I get to go to girls camp. I get to go talk to these girls up in the mountains. I love it. I was tempted to French braid my hair and not put on any makeup so I could just feel a part of that group again. Ha, I didn't, but maybe I should next time. I was talking to the girls about how to find beauty within themselves. As part of the fireside, I had all the leaders and girls stand in two circles, one outer circle and one inner circle. I'm using hand motions to tell you. (laughs) Is that helping? (laughs) Probably not, because you can't see them. It was mostly female leaders, but there were a couple men there as well. I then asked them in their circles, to think of a really bad day they'd had, a terrible day, the worst day they'd ever had, and what someone could have said to them to make their day better. And I wanted them to frame it in a statement like this. You are blank. So what is it that they needed to hear on that day that would have made them feel better? Some examples of these might be, you are beautiful, you are talented. The inner circle closed their eyes and the outer circle walked around, touching each person on the shoulder and whispering in their ear, They're you are statements. So if my statement was you are beautiful, if that's what I needed to hear, then I would walk around and I'd whisper in each person's ear, you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful. Now you can imagine this inner circle mostly made up of women. You just saw the tears fall, mostly women and teenage girls as they have these messages whispered in their ears. You are enough. You are special. You are doing a good job. You are going to be fine. You are strong. Then we switched circles and did the same exercise. For me, hearing those words that these people need to hear was a big eye-opener to me that I am not the only one who struggles to have self-compassion. I've done this circle exercise in teenage youth groups. I've done it with kids ages 8 to 11, and I've done it with full-grown adults. The things that people need to hear is always the same. You are enough. You are important. You are worthy of love. Lacking self-compassion isn't a woman's problem, it's not a girl's problem, it's not a man's problem, it's everyone's problem. I think it's important that we stop equating success with how hard we work and more with the way we take care of ourselves and therefore the way we are able to take care of those that we love most. I wanna leave you with a poem as we wrap up this episode, that I first heard when I was at a yoga class. I was lying in the yoga corpse pose, if you know it, at the end of the class, and the instructor read this poem to us as we lay there with our eyes closed, relaxing, and it hit me so hard. In fact, I actually just printed it out just a few minutes ago, and I pinned it on my board next to my equipment where I record these podcasts so that I don't forget to give myself self-compassion as I continue with this podcast. The poem is called She Let Go. It reads... She let go. Without a thought or a word, she let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the opinions swarming around her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons. Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she just let go. No one was around when it happened. There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort. There was no struggle. It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It was what it was and it is just that. In the space of letting go, she let it all be. A small smile came over her face, a light breeze blew through her, and the sun and the moon shone forever. We all need self compassion. And if we really love those around us, we will make sure we are speaking kindly to ourselves and meeting our own needs. If you think you could use more self-compassion in your life, which if you're a breathing, living human being listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you do. Join me and try to have a little more self-compassion for yourself. I'm doing it. I'm committed. I'm going to do it this week, you guys. Remember, you don't have to believe every thought that comes into your head. You are enough. I am enough. Don't forget the bonus episode coming up after this. And of course, next week, Lita Green is going to be here. I'm going to interview her. I'm going to try really hard not to act like a fangirl when I see her and play it cool like a popsicle. Remember, she just came out with her second book, Love Me Too, Finding a Happy and Fulfilling Life After Sexual Abuse. Please share this podcast with someone you love. Please subscribe to it on Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, Podcast, Pocket Casts. And I'm actually uploading it to many, many other apps. So check and see if it's, if it's there. And if not, shoot me a message so that you don't have to search it on my website every time because that can get annoying. Let's all remember how awesome we are and tell ourselves that we're awesome. I'm gonna try harder to not wait for other people to tell me this podcast is awesome. I'm just gonna think it's awesome and I'm gonna tell myself I'm awesome. You guys do the same. Love you guys. Bye.